Welcome back to another of our Summit Point series of episodes. Summit Point, the Behavioral Health Authority in Calhoun County, Michigan, Battle Creek, and surrounding areas. This time, we're putting the focus on Summit Point's provider network. Rhea Freitag oversees that network, and she joins us today. Thanks for being with us. Well, thank you for having me. When we talk about the Summit Point Provider Network, what are we really talking about? I think when people hear provider network, they think about their insurance company or something. You know, we're used to hearing that. What does it mean in Summit Point terms? You know, I think that that is exactly what we are in some ways. It is the network of providers that Summit Point contracts with uh, to provide supports to our customers to help them with their mental health recovery for their substance use disorders and for um, the supports that they may need because they have a developmental disability. So um, Summit Point actually contracts with um, almost 100 different external providers oh, boy. Um, that provide those supports that I was talking about. So we have a wide variety of types of providers, and it's really the services that we don't provide in-house. So you've done many other episodes in this series about the, the things that we do provide in-house uh, you know, within our organization, and this is all about the things that we contract outside. So that's what Provider Network really is. Okay. Give us a couple of examples of the providers in the network, what kind of services they provide. So I would say um, there's a wide variety. Uh, Probably one of the largest groups that we work with are called specialized residential providers. And really what this is, it's 24-hour care in a residential setting that we contract with for people to live in their homes to um, ensure their needs are met and that they are kept safe. So they would get help with their um, activities of daily living, with their medication administration, uh, with community access and getting out into the community. It's kind of like enhanced adult foster care to provide that behavioral health care um, and mental health care supports. So that's one example is that specialized residential service. We have about 50 of those homes in network. Wow. Another example would be for autism services. We do provide some of that in-house with our um, Summit Point Autism Center, but we also provide with several different providers as well for autism services. A couple of other types of service would be community living supports. So we have groups that do all kinds of really fun things in the community together to really enhance and enrich the lives of the customers that we support. You know, it, it never... This is a double negative, I think. It never doesn't happen. <laughs> a episode with Summit Point amazes me. The the reach and the prevalence of the programs that are provided or associated with Summit Point are really tremendous. So when you think about some of the things you just described, that's incredible. Now, these providers in the network, they're required to meet certain standards. Is that true? Oh, yes. Not only by our contract, so that's part of my role is managing our contracts, but by our payer. So Southwest Michigan Behavioral Health is our regional payer. And then above them, that we have Medicaid or um, the Behavioral Health Services Administration. So there are a wide variety of both contractual obligations that we have. And then there's the, um, the Medicaid standards that we have that allow us to bill. And just like your um, analogy earlier about 
about being in network. Um, we have to comply with all of those rules, just like your insurance. You have to, you know, sometimes get pre-authorization for services. Same thing happens with us. Mm. Um, and we have to make sure that um, the proper person is providing that service. So credentialing is another really big part of what provider network does. Um, an easy example that I can give is, you know, when you go to see a doctor, you, you need to have a certain level of degree to be a doctor. And there's a certain level of degree that you would need to be able to provide autism services or specialized residential services or those community-based living skills services as well. So sure. that's a really big part of what Provider Network does is ensures compliance with all of those regulatory standards and procedures. So is it up to Summit Point then to be the, the traffic cop on all of that and make sure that uh, those in network are adhering to those standards? Sure. We do that in partnership, of course, with our compliance team here at Summit Point. So we don't do that alone. Ultimately, it's Provider Network that holds the, the um, contracts that set the standards forward. But we have um, some cross-functional teams, if you will, internally that also help with um, monitoring and ensuring that we're all in compliance and, and doing things correctly. Well, that sounds like a tremendous job in and of itself, just to make sure everybody's minding their P's and Q's, as they say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But we do, like I said, we do that in partnership. Um, our compliance team does a lot of auditing through the desk and um, myself and my team, we tend to go out and, and meet with providers because that's another really big part of our job is to foster good provider relations and um, and be that liaison um, to those different service types. Mm -hmm. Well, just like a lot of other things, relationships tend to make the world go around in the sense that if there's a good working relationship that's been fostered by you and your colleagues and, and the folks at the provider, things are probably going to run a little smoother, I would imagine. Yes, yes. Communication and um, transparency is is key to my role, to having regular regular meetings, regular communication, open communication and dialogue about what we can both do better. You know, sometimes you're right. We find issues that they can improve on, but sometimes there, there are things that, that we can do internally as well to better support our customers because we all got into this business to do the same thing, which is to really help those that are having challenges at the moment and to help them recover and um, live a life worth living and, and make positive impacts. So mm -hmm. we all got into this business for the same reason whether they're a provider or or on the inside. That's a great a great point to make. You're really working together with the same overall goal and so you have that in common. Let me just ask this, uh, would it be possible for Summit Point to exist without a provider network? I mean, what would that look like? I mean, if there were services that were needed by a customer of Summit Point and there wasn't a provider with whom you worked to bring in and help make that connection, boy, it seems like it would, would I don't know, triple or quadruple the, the workload here, wouldn't it? Absolutely. I I can't even fathom to, you know, when I think of how many providers that I just mentioned over 90, you know, within our network of different varying contracts, like wow. how, how much that would take for us to do it in-house. And I don't think that we could do it with quality, to be honest with you, because there's just such a wide variety of diagnoses and, and issues that we support that it really helps when we have a wide variety of people to choose from too. So I think that's, that's another piece that's 
really important in my role is that we we don't just contract with one provider for something. We have a couple of different types so that we have that choice. I can't imagine some at point doing all of it. Um, I don't think it would be possible to do it really well and right. Now, I will say, Richard, if we if we do find that there happens to be a service that we don't have a, a contract with for something, then we would go to one of our partners to see if they have someone that we could contract from. Or um, we sometimes set up single case agreements. Um, that's like mm-hmm. uh, It would be just for that individual. That would be kind of like going out of network if we're using that um, in-network slash out-of-network language that we're <laughs> all familiar with with insurance. That's That's what we would do. Well, and you went in a different direction than I was conjuring in my mind in terms of of how that might look. You went, and understandably so, it kind of blew my mind, you went into the thought, well, if we didn't have provider network, we'd be doing all of this ourselves. I had, had only gone part of the way in my mind thinking, well, if you didn't have this provider network, someone has a need, and in that moment, you'd be trying to vet a provider if that makes sense. You went way further and and that that really did make my head spin. The idea that you'd be trying to do all of that uh, together under your own roof. And that would be quite, uh, quite an accomplishment if you could pull that off. Wow. Well, and there are certain circumstances where we do, we might be trying to fast track or vet a provider quickly because we have a need or because Maybe they've moved into the area and they worked with that provider before. Um, We really do try to meet the needs of all of our customers on our choice, on our voice, um, and ensure that we have high quality services. So so while your brain went there, I don't think that that's out of the norm. But um, when I really think if there wasn't a provider network, we are contractually obligated to provide all of the services that are outlined in that Medicaid chapter, which you know, not everybody reads for their light reading like I do. Um, <laughs> that is that is really what um, we're on the hook to do is to provide every single service that's that's there. And that means if you didn't have a provider network, you'd be doing it. We well, would. We point would. well taken. And I appreciate that you brought that up. The idea that sometimes there are special circumstances or situations in which you might be trying to fast track a the vetting of a new provider. Yep. And that effort is shared. That is not just me that is making all of the decisions. There's a committee that we have set forth, um, our credentialing committee. And, and that committee also includes an external provider on it. So it's not just all Summit Point staff that are making these decisions about the um, the quality of all of the providers that we have within our network. And that committee reviews every single provider every two years. I was just about to ask that. What is the ongoing process? Because you, you vet a provider and then as you're working with them, there have to be check steps to make sure that, well, to check in on them, right? Yep. So we have an annual audit and there's other audits that our compliance team does as well in terms of um, Medicaid verification audits to ensure that all the claims that they are submitting, just like insurance, that they're correct. Um, So they get the quarterly monitoring, they get an annual audit, and then they get um, their credentialing review that's done every two years by that committee. Well, this is uh, very interesting to understand this connection. And really, Uh, You have this network that makes the outcomes possible, right? The the targets, the goals that you have to help folks who need it, uh, this is how it gets done. 
Yeah, without our providers, I'm not sure where we would be. And I know that all of our case management teams and all of our leadership teams, we really value the the richness that our providers are able to bring to the lives of the customers that we serve. And we couldn't do it without them. So when folks uh, are curious about providers or they have questions, do you just entertain those uh, if folks reach out to you? Yeah, we have a, a web page and there's a provider network tab right on our web page. And if you want to become a provider, there's all the information that's listed right on that web page in terms of what you need to do and how to get into contact with us in, in the event that you might want to become a provider. In some cases, we might have enough. So we have some services where we have eight to 10 providers and we're we're pretty good for right now. And in other cases, we're always looking for more service providers. So um, check out that summitpoint.org webpage. There's a provider network tab up at the top and um, pretty easy to navigate if, if someone wants to get in touch with us. We'll even make it easier and put the link in the show notes for this episode. So all you have to do is scroll down and click on it there. Rhea Freitag oversees the Summit Point Provider Network, and we appreciate this look inside how that works. Thank you. Thank you.